America's newest gift to the continent, the hula hoop craze, spreading like wildfire in lands already ravaged by rock and roll. This West German film documents the impact of the hoop, the hottest thing since the St. Vitus dance in the Middle Ages, and with much the same symptoms. From the bourgeois businessman to the bohemian ballerina, the craze hits regardless of class or social status. The new Shoop Shoop Hula Hoop with a Shoop sound in the hoop. Hey, dig it now, it shows everywhere. It's more fun from Whammo. Do you buy your thermometer, sir? Is that a challenge? Do you buy your thermometer? Fun, let's have a duel. Challenge accepted. If you wanna, wanna, wanna come over. If you wanna, wanna, wanna go ride. If you wanna, wanna, wanna come over. If you wanna, wanna, wanna go ride. If you wanna, wanna, wanna come over. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Do It or Else podcast. I'm Dustin. I'm Ryan. And I think we need to have a little talk up top. Yeah, quick. we haven't put out a show for a couple weeks. Dustin, yeah. we haven't talked in like 17 days. Yeah. Well, we've talked, but we haven't recorded that talk. Yeah. We haven't talked. Shit's crazy. Mm-hmm. And we didn't feel like, I, don't, I didn't feel like I wanted to release an episode of the podcast and be all happy-go-lucky when I'm not happy-go-lucky. Right. You know? And it, did, it just didn't seem respectful to the people that are experiencing pain. I also didn't want to feel like, it's, I don't know, trying to self-promote our podcast. Oh, yeah. I certainly didn't want to post on my Facebook page. And at the same time, I mean, the the broader idea is that we didn't want to crowd people's minds. There were something, I mean, it's still going on. Maybe we shouldn't be releasing this podcast. But uh, the Black Lives Matter uh, protests matter to us. Yes. People need to be paying attention to that. And so we didn't we didn't need to make our dumb show about hula hooping. I know. And it felt like the just the right thing to do is just kind of take a pause. We didn't even address the pause. There was just a pause. Yeah. And developing that pause, I think, in everyone is kind of what we need right now. It's what I've been working on to I can't tell you how many times like I've written up like comments and Facebook and stuff with friends and family and then deleted them all like oh I'm, I'm feeling better but sometimes i get into a stupid argument not stupid argument an argument with a stupid person um and it's uh it's hard to change people's minds yeah dude i wrote for for this episode that i thought we were going to do you know two weeks ago um i wrote a whole bunch of notes about like police reform (laughs) like i had all this stuff like ready to go and then like we didn't do the show and i was a little disappointed i was like oh i wasted my work but then it was like you know the story kept going there were new things to learn i didn't need to like spout off about police reform two weeks ago yeah for sure and then and then the 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 genius the man himself dave Chappelle, 
released his 846 special and uh i don't know if you've had a chance to watch that i have yeah it's like 30 minutes and it's awesome and he puts it point poignantly that the streets are speaking for themselves exactly yeah it's like well we're not we're not from the streets can't really speak maybe shouldn't speak on their behalf but point out that yeah we're not black people we're white people and uh we have a responsibility right but our responsibility is not to be uh running our mouths yeah responsibility to point out to the people that are still saying all lives matter that no that's not you're missing the point like of course all lives matter you are missing the point do you think we have listeners who are like all lives do you think that this is curious like i feel like we have maybe a self-selecting audience and our audience uh is generally clever right i i would say that's probably they're just interested in topics right so they're clever people i bet we don't have a lot of i mean maybe you know differently but do you think we have a lot of like all lives matter listeners uh from the future and from the past because oh, this that's is true. this is uh, this is can be accessed in the future by anyone so potentially yes and currently yes maybe um and that's what you're saying the but uh, you know how hard it is to talk about this i feel like when the ferguson protest came out and i first saw the black lives matter uh protests going when was on that? I did... was that like 2016 it was earlier than that it was, oh, like, it was like obama years Oh, okay, yeah, you're right. So it was like 2012, 2014, yeah. something like that. And and okay. when that first came out, I didn't understand it. Like I just wasn't aware of my own white privilege and what that meant. And I remember mm-hmm. even hearing white privilege in college and be like, "What? What? What? Are you? No, that's that's stupid. Like this is just some stupid thing that you made up to sell a book, right? Your your a professor is trying to tell me blah blah blah. But no, like." The Black Lives Matter thing that started then took a long time for for me to appreciate the the nuances of the argument and to just be able to push anything outside of uh, me, like to to push myself out of that, to say like no, that they're not saying that my life doesn't matter. You're not involved, Dustin. Like this doesn't involve you, so be on our be on our side support us or get out of the way and don't feed the fire of the other side by saying all lives matter and try to minimize the movement try to minimize the message of that there are people getting killed by cops that are black for no other reason than they were profiled and a, a cop is assuming that they're dangerous and assuming that they are a threat to their life, that they quote unquote feared for their life. So they shot him however many times. That's something that we don't deal with. And it's difficult to even articulate because we don't know that experience and we just have to support our black brothers and sisters. And you know more in Atlanta that there's shit going on even right now. Like, Oh, yeah, Wendy's got burned down two days ago next door, <laughs> like five minutes away. Yeah. Like, like on that. a bike, five minutes on a bike away. Wasn't even that far from you. Yeah. 
Well, and actually, what the fuck am I talking about? A Wendy's, I mean, yeah, a Wendy's got burnt down, but that's actually not what happened. A guy got murdered in the parking lot of a Wendy's. Yeah. Um, that's actually what happened. Um, and it's hard to, um, it's hard for folks to see that. So it's much easier, I think, to see a Wendy's get burned down and be like, they shouldn't have burnt down a Wendy's. Uh, mm-hmm. Or to see the College Football Hall of Fame uh, snack machine get broken open, right? And be like, well, they're just stealing M&Ms. Mm-hmm. Um, it's much, I mean, it shouldn't be harder, but for some reason, uh, for some in our peer group and um, where we come from, as like guys raised in the South, it's it's very hard for people to see that people got murdered or that were, you know, yeah, murdered. How how is it so easy to see destruction of property and or to so be hard outraged, to see to be outraged yeah, by Yeah, I guess that's what I mean by see, yeah. right? Because how can you see that and then not see people getting killed? And like the balance of that, it has to be people getting killed is the worst thing but even myself right like i was like the wendy's got burned down <laughs> like yeah it's um, crazy and maybe we're learning maybe that's not the right way to handle any situation uh there's sort of a, a wave going on that's like maybe police and guys with guns are not the correct people to respond to all of our country's ills mm-hmm. um any I mean, it, this is a big uh, shift in views, but p- police haven't existed a very long time. I mean, they've existed in the United States for, what, like 120 years or something like that. Mm-hmm. They were in the South. They were created to capture runaway slaves. And in the North, like in places like Boston, they were basically a trick that rich merchants used to get the public to protect their ships mm-hmm. like to, so they didn't have to pay for their own private security. Um, so that, I mean, but at the same time we see the value in police, like we're like, well, we want to catch murderers. We want to catch rapists. There's real problems that we think. And then you remember after nine 11, the kind of security theater that we all felt we needed when we go to a football game, we want to see those guys with the AR 15s for some reason. Oh man. I um, don't, I, <laughs> well, but there, but, um, somebody did, right. Uh, and so this this huge militarization of police that has happened over our our you know basically our adulthood so far, um, and it seems natural to people I think that the police would just respond to all these problems to drug addicts to homelessness to rape and murder to road security to policing the parking lot of a Wendy's, um, mm-hmm. and there's just new ideas going around. Um, that are going to have to be like tried and tested about maybe we take some of the money that we were spending on the police force and spend it on other kinds of forces. Um, yeah. They're potentially less violent. Yeah. I mean, that's like the most watered down white, like <laughs> white guy version of it, isn't it? It's not quite the revolution that they're talking about. On, yeah. On, I mean, I've, I've heard there's a neighborhood in Seattle that's like, the uh, the capital all authorities the capitol hill autonomous zone that's pretty fun that's um, that's like a occupy wall street kind of like level of like here we go we're yeah we know how those end but that's it's it's fun to see 
It's fun to see. I saw a silly video of I, maybe a guy high on acid or something trying to garden with some spears. And like, oh, no. It, I'm sure it's just a bunch of kids doing the best they can. I mean, when I was in my early 20s, I would have I would have eaten that up. And and I that's I think maybe another important thing to say, um, and this is kind of a, a stale take because it's a month old now. Mm-hmm. But uh, the people do I, I think most people know this. The people doing the looting, the people burning things down, are not the same people who are marching all day with signs. Um, we all know these like shaved headed anarchists from Marietta who come into Atlanta to smash windows. Um, I don't know what to say about it. Maybe the, the shaved head anarchist who's coming in from Marietta to smash windows is doing something useful. I'm, I'm not sure they are. You're talking about the Boogaloo boys who, okay. That's something I'm not sure of. Did I see pictures of Athens when Athens they were protesting had, in Athens? Athens. These guys in like Hawaiian boys. shirts. It is a what am I and guns. strange 4chan thing where when they say boogaloo, you know, boogaloo has been electric boogaloo has been used as far as like sequel references and sequel. Yeah, so movie there was some movie that was like something, oh, something okay. electric boogaloo, and so like, oh, people right. will make so, a joke like, about a sequel I being electric boogaloo, and this is their their they're hoping for a second civil war. So like Garden State 2 Electric Boogaloo. Exactly. Right, but which is they're, like, they're okay. yeah. So they're getting ready for the Boogaloo. A second civil the war. Second you said? civil war. A second okay. like race war. And they're prepared to be uh involved in some way, I guess. But they wear Hawaiian shirts and they rock their ARs openly. And uh it's very strange, man. And should we put on our Hawaiian shirts and take our rifles? Super soakers. I take super soakers. (laughs) What the fuck are these guys doing with milk in it? Wait, so they're trying to provoke fighting. I think it's, uh, are we just unclear? We might, that might need to be a challenge to dive into a, the rabbit hole of, um, the Boogaloo boys, but I know it's not good. I know open carrying AR assault rifles does not, help um and most of these boogaloo that's boys a, that's an interesting take dustin open yeah. open carry well <clears throat> i actually am going to disagree with you open carrying assault rifles actually from where i'm sitting seems to get the police to leave you the fuck alone <laughs> and for the government to sure. listen to you so you could take um Really recent examples of the protests in Michigan, right? I want a haircut. I want my goddamn haircut. Go- and like these guys just like storm the state capitol with rifles, and the police are respectful and like let them do as they're as they please. There's no violence, right? Um, a lot of sort of like uh, far right protests. There's there's rifles, and the police leave them alone. Um, and then you can think a few years ago out west, those guys who took over the. Nature this Preserve? Ranger Station, I think, is what it was. Yeah, and they just, I mean, two of those guys died, but they died, like, fleeing the scene. With the shootout with cops. All the other people were just yeah. allowed to go home. So it seems to me that in the United States, if you protest with a rifle, which seems insane to me, I would never do it. 
But it seems like the police leave you alone and the government respects you then. Which is nuts. It's horrible. Uh, Do yeah. you have any example? The same. The same. An, an example of people protesting with guns that like get messed up by the police? No, like it doesn't seem to happen. Yeah, I guess you're right about that. Some way. Uh. <laughs> Look how easily we got. Uh, we see. This uh. is why we didn't do a show because we, we don't got know what we're talking. Things about. we want to talk about that uh. probably don't matter, <laughs> and like. Uh, are not the issues people are talking about. People are talking about the fact that police kill three times more unarmed black people than unarmed white people. Uh, it's crazy, and it's bad, and it's got to stop. And if it's not going to stop, then people are going to get rid of the police. Is getting rid of the police a great idea? Maybe, maybe not. But if they don't stop killing unarmed black people, it's going to happen. So that's where we're at today, right? Yeah. yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, watch this space. We'll see what happens. Uh, but first, Dustin, this week's challenge. Oh no! <laughs> do you want to do this week's challenge? Do this. This episode's never coming out, is it? No, we're gonna do the challenge. We, we're gonna discuss the challenge. We're gonna learn about yeah. hula hooping. <laughs> yeah, this week's challenge was get good at get good. hula hooping. Get good. Ugh, get good at hoofing. Here we go. I'm ready. I'm I'm ready for you. You ready to learn about hula hooping? I'm ready. So it looks I'm looking over my notes here and I've got about half a little page in my little my little notebook of hula hoop facts. So it seems it seems I spent much more time on the other pages, uh, doing the eight can't wait police reform, mm-hmm. and on the other side, oh, it's uh, it's my super secret project that I've been working on. So nice, nice. We'll just start at the beginning. 1957. Joan Anderson. Uh, Joan Anderson is like a suburban mom in the United States in 1957. And she came back from a vacation in Australia with a bamboo hoop. She came back from Australia with a bamboo hoop. She went to Australia in 1957 and came back with a bamboo hoop. Uh, the You know, hoops have been around forever. Hoop and stick. I know the hoop and stick. That's hoop like and stick. The, the classic game. Just smack the hoop with your stick and keep running. Have you Go. tried hoop and stick in a while? I've done a hoop and stick. I remember going to one of the, um, uh, what I don't know, the reenactment living museums type places yeah. where, you know, it's like the early settler days or whatever. Yeah. It, I played with the hoop and stick there. I remember doing that and with the, the ball on the end of a string and you try and make it land on the... Oh, in the, the cup. Flat disc or in the cup. Like, yeah, they had all those old school games. And I, I remember the, the, hoop and, the hoop and stick quite well. I've been doing it a good bit now since we have the hula hoop now. Uh, I've just run around the yard. I try to get the oh, dog you, to run through it as I'm rolling it. You transferred from waist hooping to stick and hooping? Uh, yeah, and sometimes not even stick. Sometimes just my hand. I just run around and roll the... Man, I'm bored. Quarantine is weird. <laughs> we didn't even talk about that. Like, the fact that 
I'm not exactly quarantined, but I'm exact not exactly back to normal. Three months of semi-quarantine. Have you eaten at a restaurant yet? Not a sit-down restaurant, no. Nope. We we ate brunch the other day outside. Oh, at, on like a patio? Mm-hmm. Were you wearing a mask between bites? No, dude. I'm... I, there's nothing I can do anymore. I, at the restaurant I work at, people are eating inside now. I'm waiting on tables indoors. And are you having to wear masks inside? Yeah, I wear a mask for 10 hours a day. It's uncomfortable. Yeah. Do your ears hurt? Uh, I wear, uh, when I wait tables, I try to wear a buff, uh, that goes like wraps around my head Okay, because it's much more comfortable. Yeah. The, the things you learn, um, bamboo hoops, (laughs) bamboo hoops from Australia with a bamboo hoop. Um, and I think her husband and her are kind of having fun with it and they put it around their waist and they're wiggling it back and forth. And like, they're like, Oh, it's like a hula, like the Hawaiian dance. So they're like, oh, fun, hula hoop. And they were like, you know what? This could be really popular. People would love to own these. Uh, So her husband has like a buddy, like a next door neighbor who has this big company called Whammo. Yeah, I know Whammo. Right. You know Whammo because the hula hoop. That's how they started? Well, they existed. They were a toy company. But Joan Anderson. Didn't they make the first Frisbee? You know, maybe they did. I, I should have looked more into Whammo. But yeah, Whammo in like the early 50s was a major toy manufacturer. Maybe they did mm-hmm. do the Frisbee. That would be crazy if they did the Hula Hoop and the Frisbee. Maybe I you should keep know talking. That. You keep talking. Yeah, I'm going to keep talking. So uh, Joan's husband has a handshake deal with like his buddy, who's like the president of Whammo, that they're going to split the proceeds on this Hula Hoop. Um, and you can kind of fast forward one year to 1958, where Whammo and actually some other manufacturers have sold over 25 million hula hoops in its wow. first year. It was a massive craze. Kids were hula 25 hooping. million? 25 million. And they started making them out of like um, plastic, basically. Acid. And what and what year did you say the hula hoop came out? It, well, 1957, 1958. All right. In 1955, inventor Fred Morrison began marketing a plastic flying disc called the Pluto Platter. And he sold the design to Whammo in 1957. And then oh. in 1959, they marketed the version of the toy, which they renamed the Frisbee. Now, so this how is, about that? What's the this Hula guy's Hoop, name? What's his name? The Hula Hoop, Fred Morrison. Fred, now, did Fred Morrison make any money? I don't know. Probably He probably sold it way too uh, cheap. He probably sold it way too yep. cheap at the, the first time. Joan Anderson over here didn't get a dime. It was like a oh, handshake no. deal. They were like, oh, we'll split it 50-50. This is why you put contracts in writing, people. The Andersons didn't get a dime. They they introduced the hula hoop to American culture, and Whammo took all the money. Uh, that's what you get for using r- renewable resources like bamboo to make your hoop idea. Got to make them out of plastic. Jeez. Dude, do you know how big the hula hoop got... Um, there's like a bit of culture that's still with us comes around every December um, that references the hula hoop. Um, yeah, we'll make this like a little quiz. It's a song. Oh, the Chipmunks. That's version. right. Yeah, dude, good job. I want my hula hoop. That song came out in 1958. Wow, and that was just to pump up the numbers. 
Oh, no, man. it was just it was so ubiquitous. It was like the fidget spinner, where like oh. you know all of our modern Christmas songs talk about fidget spinners, or the ones from three <laughs> years ago, of course. Like it's in all of them. <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah, so that's basically the history of the hula hoop. Uh, but I have some fun facts because the hula okay. hoop's not complicated, people. It's a hoop you wear around your waist and you spin it around. Come on. Um, the longest hooping time. Well, how long do you think you could hula hoop for? Oh, if you were as really... long as my as long as my attention span allows. Oh, really? So you could go a half hour. Um, no, I don't think so. I'm sure there would be a misstep. I'm sure I would be in the middle of the hula hooping, get bored with hooping, think of something else, and um, make a misthrust. Okay, misthrust, Thru- not yeah. a mist. A mist. That's what we call it. That's what it's called. A misthrust. Yeah, we've all been there. Because maybe this will wait for the review, but I hoop forward and back. And I know some people will go side to side, like they're different ways. I, I went down like a little hula hoop rabbit hole and uh, thought about making my own hula hoop. Like, you know, the hoopers at music festivals and stuff. Yeah. Those are, they make those. They make right. their own. Those are custom. Hula hoopers. Yeah. I wanted to make one of those, but that was, I, I would not have been able to. 100 hours. Yeah. 100 hours. That's the longest somebody's hula hooped. November 19th of last year, this this lady, Jenny Doan, Doan in Chicago, hula hooped for 100 hours. Wait. First off, is she she's eating and drinking and staying awake yeah. for four days, basically. Mm-hmm. That's insane. That, I mean, just staying hooping. awake for four days. Uh, what, what year was that record? Last set? year. Wow. Okay. In November. What were you wow. doing November nineteenth? This lady. This lady was hooping. Um, I was getting ready to eat a whole bunch of food. I guess I was dreaming about turkey. Why doesn't the liberal media put stories like this on? This is incredible. Well, that is a good point. Why? <laughs> Why don't we see good news like that? Remember when news used to be like, today a young woman from Persnickety, Michigan set the 100-hour record for the... There's a reason. There's a reason. The worst person available became president of the United States. That's why there's no good news. The Mm. worst imaginable person, the worst person we have became president. So there's only going to be bad news until that's over. That's why. 200. 200 hoops at once is the most hoops anybody's hooped at once. Oh, my God. Wait a second. It's like a circus performer lady. And how many, how many revolutions does it take to say I've got 200 hoops on? Uh, because, like, one. you could stack 200 hoops and then just, like, start moving. I think you right. have to actually hoop they it. They all got to be off the ground, right? Yeah, they all like got to be off the, the ground. The bottom ones. They all got to make a rotation. Two hundred? How skinny are these hoops? That's a good question. Because a hoop is like must be really like light. an inch. It's like an inch around, like diameter. Yeah, I see. Yeah, what's the standard? What's the standard diameter of a hula hoop? About an inch. Okay. You keep talking. I'll look it up. <laughs> 
the biggest hoop, actually, we'll talk about that. The biggest hoop anybody's ever hooped was 16 and a half feet. Wow. Okay. That's really big. Yeah. I, I'm guessing that's a diameter, not a radius, right? Right. Yeah. A radius. That would make uh, it not, double not, the. What, it, do, what do you call the outside edge of a circle? Well, that's circumference. Okay. And then I'm di- guessing that's not the circumference. I'm guessing diameter that's got to be the edge diameter. edge to edge. Yeah. It's like one side to the other. The radius the is center. the point point in the middle to the side right so it's like radius is just times two diameter okay times two diameter (laughs) you get a radius you get two of them you got a diameter okay hey turn up the radius turn up the radius i can't hear the sports game (laughs) because you know like radius radius sounds like radio heaviest heaviest hula hoop oh three thousand pounds well you heard me already say it but Say that again. Three thousand pounds for a hula. Who can hoop? Who can hoop a three thousand pound hula hoop? What are you talking? Godzilla. about? Godzilla. Godzilla. Ain't okay. Oh no! They say he's got to go. Go go Godzilla! Yeah. Woo! Oh no! There goes, there Tokyo. goes Tokyo. Go go Godzilla! Fifty three pounds. Godzilla, Godzilla. The, yeah, the heaviest hoop was fifty three pounds. pounds. Made out of lead. No, it's a, of... a truck tire. Oh. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, it was a truck tire. So, somebody hooped a truck tire. Yeah, this dude, he was just like, watch this. And he and he hooped a truck tire. Wow, okay. Yeah. You ready to go on to talking about how, how it was for us to get good at hooping? Well, I can't believe you brought up, you didn't bring up any of like the, the hula hoop side quest, like the skip it. Oh, you, you want to I'd love a skip it. Remember the skip it? Yeah, my sister had a skip it. I I used it all the time. I love the skip it. You have to take you off your shoe. You slide your foot in there. You put your shoe back on. Put your shoe back on. And you, it goes over your basically your right ankle if you're right-handed, right? And then you just jump over it with your left foot. While kick, kicking your other foot. And then you could count how many skips you did. It had the little it counter It had a little counter it, remember? in it. Yeah. Yeah. Except for then you'd hit yourself in the uh, ankle with it. Yeah, and or it was your friend. A, it was a big bummer. Same thing mm-hmm. happened with a Razor scooter. You would try to spin your Razor scooter around, and it would hit you in the ankle. Just like oh, wow. we have tough ankles as kids, I guess. Yeah, these kids nowadays with their Heelys and their foam <laughs> edges, their their Nerf boards. I can't believe I can't believe what the world is coming to. You need sharp edges, folks. We need grit. We need we need to bring back the spiky skippets of yesteryear that had sharp, jagged plastic chunks taken out of it from all the abuse they took, right? And then when they broke, they were just a fun little flail that you could use to pretend like you were a, a Viking and you could go after your little seizure and smack them in the back when they took your G.I. Joes. And put them in the dollhouse and say, Cobra Commander is an evil villain and does not have tea. You, you witch. That's what I would call my little sister if I had one. You witch. Uh, so, Bamboo. <laughs> Joan what? Anderson. I feel, I feel like you really had some feelings there. Did you fall into a fugue state? I fell into a genetic memory. I've been reading Dune 
I've been listening to Dune oh, a lot. I, you know, I have Dune. I need to read Dune. I think Nicholas Malice is reading Dune too. Nice. Uh, you and Nick T O O like Dune as well, or Dune? He's reading the second book, Children of Dune. He's reading no. He's reading Dune to Electric Boogaloo. Oh yeah, in his Hawaiian shirt. He owns a lot of Hawaiian shirts. We got to look into him. Moving on. Moving on. Should we start this? Uh episode over no man people have missed us we've been gone for a long time they're glad we're just goofing i hope so i hope you guys are enjoying it so far i hope uh if you are a boogaloo boy we didn't offend you too much (laughs) i think it's fine Uh, to offend boogaloo boys boogaloo (laughs) boys line up you're gonna get we're gonna give you a spanking and i'm gonna spank you with a hula hoop okay so let me say, the, so this week's challenge was get good at hula hooping. I chose this challenge uh, because we have a hula hoop that Rosie jumps through. We say go yeah. through, and she jumps up in the air and goes through it. It's very fun. And I, I was looking at it, and I said, I, I want to get good at that. So I picked it as the challenge. But you sounded like you were already a good hula hooper. I'm already a good hula hooper. I've hooped before. You, you made it sound like that you couldn't even hoop. I can't. You may, even still today, you didn't get good. I did. Well, I got better. Okay, progress is what we all strive for in this life. So, have good you on been you. a good hooper? What's your like? Where did hoops enter into your life? What is uh, the story so of hooping with you? My hoop. I didn't have siblings. I'm, I'm an only child. My older brother passed away when I was much younger, so I was basically an only child, and. I had the closest cousins I had were uh, girl cousins, Jamie and Katie. Hello, if you're listening. I hope you are. Um, they had hula hoops, and I think they were they. That was my first hula hooping experience. Was like hanging out with them when I was really little. So hooping with them. Katie also dressed me up in her like dance tutus, mm-hmm. and I wore tap shoes and stuff like that. So I had a very feminine upbringing in my recreation early on. So I was I was I was hip to the to the yeah you're finer with things in life you know tap shoes point shoes painted tutus, nails painted nails uh, makeup and the hula hoop so I started hula hooping and I got I'm you know I I know how to hula hoop but I it like what I said earlier my attention span is short so once I started hooping I'm like, okay, how can I take this hoop off? And now I'm going to take the hula hoop and throw it forward with a bunch of backwards spin. Then I'm going to try and jump through it while it rolls backwards towards me. Do that. You know? I do that so much. Right? That was that was <laughs> what I enjoyed. I'm still doing that hoop. a lot. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, yeah. You're, yeah. I don't like to use the hula hoop the way the hula hoop was intended. Right. You that's, find it boring to hoop. Uh, would you enter into like a hula hooping contest? Not if a If you chance. were at a bar in Cancun, you're a couple margaritas in, you are you got two pina coladas, one for each hand, and they're like, for a $100 store discount, who's going to hoop? You wouldn't go up there. No, I'd rather do the belly flop contest. Okay. But it the sounds like you, you, 
you seem like you could win a hula hooping contest based on like what you're saying. Um, maybe, but if there is, it's sort of a is... shameful, uh, motion. Yeah. You're, you're humping. <laughs> yeah. Pel- pelvic thrust. You kind of got one leg forward and you're kind of doing a little sh- shimmy. Yeah. And I'm doing it in my chair right now, just like feeling it. No, I can tell. I can tell. I can feel it. You can tell. You can feel it through <laughs> the airwaves. Yeah. Uh, that might be coronavirus you're feeling. Mm. Have you lost your sense of taste yet? Your sense of smell yet? I, I dude, I don't even want to talk about it. Okay. Maybe. Oh wow. All right. <laughs> um, the hula hooping motion is a little shameful. Having having a hula hoop on you as a thirty three year old man is kind of shameful too. Mm-hmm. It's like wait, so so this week okay. did you go buy a hula hoop? What did you do? No, I made it harder because that's what I like to do. Okay, I I have this gross um, old cotton ball cotton basket that uh, my grandma gave to me. Um, not gave to me, but she was cleaning out a bunch of stuff. I was like, oh, this is cool. I can put stuff in it. But it had been falling apart. It's like this big, giant wicker basket that was used to hold cotton after it has been picked. So it's basically you know, like an antique basket. But it had fallen apart so much. But the rim of it is made out of like wicker along the top. And the, the top rim was good. So I just basically cut off the tops of this hoop that is made out of wicker. It's a wicker hoop. You've got a reed and hoop. A woven a reed, reed hoop. hoop. Going back to the Joan Anderson days, man, I didn't even know I was, I'm into vintage stuff, right? And uh, I didn't even know that Joan Anderson brought back a natural material hula hoop as the inspiration of it. This, I just knew this thing is about like a 35 inch diameter. I mean, it's a big basket and it was a big basket. And um, the hoop has wrapped around it. So I think that the, the the way the wicker was wrapped around the hoop actually helped me in my hooping because it's got like little grippies. It's got little sharp edges to grip into my clothes With to grip into my hips. With this sitting on the ground, how high up on your body does it come? Oh, it's, wait, like sitting on the actual... Yeah, like standing up, edge standing edge, it up. Yeah, it comes up to about like, uh, like mid-thigh. It's probably like 30 inches. Oh, wide. so it's, it's very it, small. It, it would be considered a smaller... It would be like a junior hula hoop. Yeah. Because, like, I guess whatever the standard dimensions are, you you talk. I'll look up the standard dimensions. No, no, no. No, we'll, we'll, you don't really, between there is no 38, standard dimension. Yeah, yeah. Between 38 and 42 inches is, it says, most adults start with a hoop between 38 and 42. Uh, this is from the Spinsters with a Z. They're a hula hooping uh, nonprofit, and it's about um, how you can. Doesn't, I appreciate the this. Best Hoop for you. I appreciate right. this research, but I want to know. Okay, so you you have this tiny hoop, reed hoop, from a basket, yeah. and uh, boom, you boom, you boom, hooped boom, it, boom, and you did good. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah, I've hooped it the way I've always hooped it for as long as I can. No stand. problem. Can you walk around? No problem. Um, could you drink a I sip did, of coffee? I, I didn't do that. I didn't try that. I'm sure I could. Okay. Okay. Now, now, me go. I think I need to make a video of me hooping with my gross hula hoop, <laughs> so drinking coffee. <laughs> my experience with hooping, it, uh, my mom was like incredibly good 
at hula hooping. Oh, yeah? I didn't know that about her. Yeah, Sally was a badass hula hooper. I remember mom, like I asked you about those competitions in Mexico and stuff, because I remember my mom, after a couple margaritas, winning competitions in Mexico. (laughs) Awesome. Or like at the, the adult pool party, mom would come home with some sort of trophy. And it's funny, because, you know, hula hoops are... To watch a lady hula hoop, it's it's got a kind of a sex appeal to it. So good, good for mom. You go, mom. Mom's out there doing her thing. Um, so we got this dog. So fast forward to now, we get this dog, and we're teaching her tricks. So we get a hula hoop. Courtney gets a hula hoop that Rosie can jump through, and I'm like, hey, Courtney, can you hula hoop? Courtney is an incredible hula hooper. My girlfriend, Courtney, she can walk all around the whole yard and hula hoop at the same time. She can go upstairs. She can run. Wow. This girl, this girl, I found I found somebody as talented as my own mother at hula hooping. Um, Courtney's incredibly good at it. So I was like, here I go. And we've discussed it before, but I have a belly. I am not a thin man. And I think the where my belly is, directly in front... Maybe is a hindrance to hula hooping. So hmm. I'm the kind of guy I pick up a hula hoop and I thrash about <laughs> as hard as I can. And I know the uh-huh. movement I need to be doing. But there's a lot of like upper body and legs going when it's supposed to be my hips. Oh, right. It's like it's like we crumped for too long and we can't forget the (laughs) yeah if you want to learn about crumping check out our previous episode of crumping because we did crump and maybe those movements have left a memory in our body that we need to try and forget so about two spins i get about two spins on each oh uh, ryan just two spins um and i have to do this thing where like i bend my knees and so like the hoop is kind of resting on the top of my thighs as i'm throwing my ass in the air to i'm doing the motion now to kind of try to keep it going and so I was like, okay, this isn't working. I mm-hmm. need to watch some YouTube videos. Just like right. I learned how to crump, I'm going to learn how to, to hula hoop. And I'm watching these videos, and they're like, you need a bigger hoop. And my hoop, like <laughs> your hoop, goes to my like mid-thigh. And it turns out, like for a person our size, it, or for anybody, a hoop needs to go at least to like your belly button. Um, yeah. Because they like show these 40, people. 44 inches. Yeah, it needs to go to your freaking belly button. So I don't have that hoop. So I just got to muscle it out. I'm standing in the living room in front of the TV for about an hour, just sweating my ass off, trying to get this hoop. And I, I got it. There's been a few times where I got the hoop to go around and, like, stay around, and it stayed up until I got, like, exhausted from it because I'm sure that my motion is just so crappy. But I got better. I didn't, I didn't get good, but I got better at hula hooping. Have we talked about the – the advantages of biological women and their wider set hips that create like a fulcrum on it, it does seem the hula hoops it does like a small waist and wide hips uh seem like an advantage rather than a big bulbous belly yeah and uh, no ass and and i have a butt you have a butt we both have butts don't we uh typically men don't have butts we got like hank hills yeah yeah, it seems to me that women have an advantage, but then, you know, children are good hula hoopers, and children are just little reeds. But also just like your hula might, hoop. They're just little thin that, little reeds. Yeah, but that's because they're so little, and then, you know, they the hoop say is so you big. need a big hoop, so mm-hmm. it's like they're using the giant the giant size hoop. 
it's like a giant's earring that going out to a disco. You know, they got them big old dangly earrings. Mm-hmm. Some of them wear big old hoops. It's like a little kid. It's like a little Jack and the Beanstalk hula hooping with the giant's wife's jewelry. Okay. After he killed the giant. And I like crawled this back guy. up in the house. I yeah. like this character. Who? Hi. My name's Chester Cheswick. Because he's like, and... he's a real grounded guy, but he's oh, got all yeah. these like fantastical ideas about giants going to discos. And the yeah, jewelry well, that they would wear. I I have found in my research that there have been unearthed, unknown to modern man, fairy tale stories uh, as of late. And this is one of them, the grim fairy tales. You need to hear about the Glorb fairy tales. Glorb. Glorbstein, he's from Germany. His, you, ready to, his... you ready to review it? Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Every week on our show, at least weeks when we release a show, we create a custom review scale to review our custom challenge. No two challenges are alike. And so no two scales are alike. I am doing a long wind-up here. To give Dustin time to come up with a scale to review this challenge. Dustin, have you figured one out? Yeah, this was made up at least two weeks ago. Oh, wow. I knew this scale from the very beginning. Hey, okay. So, you know how... Uh, oh, sounds like you're making has... it up now. No. No. You know how does. Hula Hoop... You know how Hula Hoop is round? Yeah. Yeah, I know how Hula Hoop is round. And it takes... I mean, like, really... Ryan, what is Earth on other than an invisible hula hoop around the sun, Ryan? And okay. it takes 365 days to go around the sun. Yeah, for th- okay. That's like just one revolution. That's one hoop. And so, like, really, the hula hoop world record should be the sun. Because it's hooping nine planets. Oh, sorry, eight planets. Are we still counting Pluto as a planet? It doesn't matter. On a scale from zero to 365 days, which measures one revolution of the celestial hula hoop that is Earth around the sun. Are you with me? Are you with I'm me? With you. Do you follow? Mm-hmm. Do you follow? You picking up what I'm putting down? You yeah, hear me knocking like me in? This sounds like an idea you had two weeks ago. I made it up two weeks ago, and I just had to find my notes. Yeah. And it's on the back of this... Uh, Rapper. Have you seen that uh, image or kind of video you can find online? So we've always seen like the image of the planets circling the sun. Yes, right? I know what you're talking about. But the one where the you see how the sun is the sun is also moving. It's flying forward through space. Yeah, or it's flying in yeah. some direction out from the our center, solar system I guess. is flying through the spiral arm of the Milky Way galaxy. Yeah, which so is also flying through. And so you, you see know. the planets kind of lagging behind the sun trying to like keep up with its gravity. It's it's cool. We should yeah. post that to the ins- to the Instagram. Yeah, that is a thing that we still have, the Instagram. Uh on a scale from 0 to 365 days. Well, 365 hoops. Revolutions? Days. I'm going back to days. Yeah. How do you rate it? 365. I give it 247. 200... Uh I give it, I give it uh, 269. 
<laughs> nice. Uh, I'm gonna give it. Yeah. I'm gonna give it. Uh, I'm gonna give it 150. Oh no, that's less not than that it, less than not, 50%. Not that it's a bad challenge. Like if you want to be hoop, but I was just not in a good space to do this. Yeah, it felt like, really. Just, it felt. I mean, occasionally it was okay to walk out in the evening and do some hooping, but yeah, it felt pretty, pretty fucking stupid. Yeah. Um, it felt pretty fucking stupid. Yeah. It felt. And now, not, not, when I not made the to, challenge, I didn't, you know, this, it hadn't started yet. You know, it was like, like a day we were, before yeah. we were in quarantine. I think that it was, was the Thursday. worst part about it. I think it was yeah. Thursday. And then I think Friday the protest started. Yeah. So, and then, but yeah. So other than that, if you've got a hula hoop, just sitting in the garage or your kid's room, give that bad boy a try. Yeah, give it a spin. You know, there, what's the harm? And you might burn a few calories, and then you might turn it into a target practice for throwing your wicked curveballs through, or something like that. If you used to be a pitcher, but I mean, ooh, make your dog so, jump through it. Make your dog jump through it. If you have like a baby pool, you could fill the baby pool up with bubbles and soap and turn it into a giant bubble thing. You oh, know, like a there's idea. a a lot of cool things you can do with the hula hoop. Yeah, I'm get, sure there's. You should have a hula know, hoop. A hula hoop is a worthwhile. Th- object to own yeah they're fun they're super fun and i just wasn't in a fun mood i still don't feel like i'm in a like happy-go-lucky fun mood i've been doing a lot of like manual labor around the house just like sweating and being yeah i saw you built uh you put some corrugated metal was it i don't like uh, yeah Yeah, corrugated metal uh under your panels your new deck to to keep it dry under there that's a that's a smart idea so just doing stuff like that, working in the yard, did not want to hoop for fun, didn't really feel like, you know, making making something, making content. I mean, it's fucking free, all right? The content's free. You can do with it what you want, but I'm not going to have fun making it this week, I thought. Um, but when I would hula hoop, I'd, I would kind of have fun when I was hula hooping, you know? The actual act of hula hooping was good, but then all the nonsense going around in the world made me not have fun very quickly after that and made me feel selfish for wanting to promote this podcast which i'm still gonna do damn it you know i i i didn't make any what's the dog doing in the yards yeah i have missed the dog what's the dog doing in the yard you know our buddy nicholas he uh kept his record from being released there for like a week and a half yeah so i yep. think which is a great record check it out nicholas malice yeah what's it called so, the final station yeah it's good and then, it, i think it's uh, good i really like the song material caging i really like mm. that track but yeah let's pick my next week's challenge my wife's coming in to pick help me pick next week's challenge let's do it does she have an idea no, I don't think she wants to. She doesn't like the show, right? She doesn't listen. She doesn't have time for it. All right, let's pick the next challenge. What you got, what you got, what you got, Dustin, what you got for us to do next week? 
What you got, what you got, what you got, Dustin? What's the challenge we're going to do this week? I'm going to tell you something that I'm going to say. Listen to my friends, I'm going to eat hay. Going to lay down by the bay. I oh, just I don't want to eat hay. That's a terrible this, challenge. This is a track from Happy Gil May. Uh, we don't have to eat hay. That was just an impromptu rap. Thank you. Copyright by Ryan Dustin Productions. I don't know about you, uh, but being at home. I'm feeling um, 22. <laughs> being at home has made me appreciate the opportunity to leave the home more um to get outside and to spend as much time out of the house out of the office and like just seeing other people like from afar from socially distanced whatever blah 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 um but being in our backyard so much i enjoy watching the birds i might have mentioned it before that i've kind of gotten into bird watching and i want to challenge us to identify as many different birds in your backyard oh, hell yeah dude i love or, this challenge that's yeah. awesome so and this is a challenge just, uh, and and we're not like just trying to just see who can get the most birds that doesn't matter just like in your backyard because i know you've got that cool old ass cemetery in the woods down the street like you could even go down there just like in your neighborhood we get in plenty your backyard. of birds in here yeah 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 so like just be still go find a spot be still for as many times during the week as you can and see how many um birds you can identify is there like and an app for helping you identify birds? i'm sure there is let's and you can do that uh if you need an app i need or an if you app just, if you got, I'm sure there's a, a bird app. Somebody give me app. an app. I need an app. <laughs> and uh, I want you to try to catalog those and, and see if you can, um, you know, get them, get them. Got to catch them all. Yeah. Ca- Got to catch them all. Got to identify these birds without scaring them away. And um, this is like a wildlife challenge. It's a, but it's a birding challenge. Um, so... Next week's challenge is identify the birds in your backyard and Good challenge. Uh, make a little bird journal and keep track. What's our Instagram? Our Instagram is at do it or else pod. And that's where uh, we'll, I'm sure we'll put some hula hoop videos. Maybe we won't. I don't know. Uh, maybe you, you'll do a what's the dog doing in the yard? Uh, POV or GoPro or shit, a drone video, and you'll be able to hula hoop with the dog. And nobody, no, you don't want to see me hula hoop. It's bad. Um, but uh, do it or else pod. That's on Instagram. It's a good way yeah. to get in touch with us. We've been inactive on it, but we'll we'll get back on there. Seven two four do it pod is the the voicemail line. You call that phone number. You say yep. something, it gets put on the show. Yeah, say. Say say what you gotta say. Mm, say what you say. Mm, that you oh, only I don't want to wear. Well, of course you do. Mm, what, what you say? say. Mm, it oh, is all the best. Of course it is. Mm, what you say? And if you want to send an email, do it or else pod at gmail dot com. The snail mail. You, uh, you can. Send Ryan uh, some sheet music or some recommendations for an app. Um, and we just love you. We, we we appreciate you listening. Everything that we do here is a grassroots 
little DIY production, and we just have fun doing this. We have fun getting together. We have fun beatboxing. We got fun hula hooping. Even though uh, this episode has been a, a jumble, kind of like fire. <laughs> kind of like our dumpster fire uh, president that's going on uh, leading our, uh, not leading our country and if you're still with us by this end of the episode you are the fucking best alright, just like this hip hop beatboxer my friend here he's the fucking best and we love you we need you, and we need those five star reviews, just don't even give a five star review if you don't like that tell your friends, they're looking for podcast you know ryan's out of breath i'm out of things to say can can we just can we just give a virtual hug ryan Mm, dude i need some friendship (laughs) (laughs) next week's challenge make some friends i need some friendship in my life okay and uh what is it Uh, and as always the yeah. winner of the slogan contest will be announced next week. <laughs> Booyah. Boogaloo. <laughs> Boogaloo. Boogaloo. Bye. <laughs>